common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. We have now here the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri, Andrew Bailey. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, as we're waiting here on obviously all of this stuff happening uh, with President Trump. First, any reaction to it looks like uh, another indictment uh, coming, this one tied to the election of 2020? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. But this is disgusting. This is one more example of how Biden has weaponized the federal government, weaponized the Department of Justice to go after political opponents. We've uncovered the worst First Amendment violations in our nation's history in our lawsuit, Missouri v. Biden, where we can demonstrate the Department of Justice has fought to coerce and collude with big tech social media to silence American voices in violation of the First Amendment. And here what we see is another example of the Biden administration weaponizing the federal government to go after political opponents and, and our president. And look, they will use every tool at their disposal to protect the likes of Hillary Clinton from prosecution or the likes of Hunter Biden from prosecution. And they have to be called out by both Congress and the, the district court judge in the, in the Hunter Biden case. Uh, and, and yet here they are using every resource to, to go after uh, President Trump on false charges. It's absolutely disgusting. And we, we can't let Joe Biden destroy the United States of America. And look at the timing of all this, too, Mr. Attorney General. I mean, right after all the stuff with the Hunter Biden plea deal falls apart, and then he had Devin Archer's devastating testimony yesterday. Uh, I mean, look at the timing. Yeah, clearly a distraction, clearly the tail wagging the dog. The Department of Justice wants you to look away from it, the, the, the tragedy of the Hunter Biden story, where they were essentially going to try to give him global immunity for misdemeanor offenses and a get-out-of-jail-free card. And luckily, the district court judge and, and Republicans in Congress called them out on that. We know there's more evidence there, more criminal charges that could be brought there and should be brought there. Uh, and yet, the, you know, the, the, the federal government wants you to look away from that and focus on President Trump. They could have brought these charges two and a half years ago. Mr. Attorney General, that goes right to Farah and to the president, does it not? That's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And look, if Republicans were doing this, we'd be crucified for it. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. Imagine if President Trump had tried to behave in this manner. We knew that the deep state weaponized uh, the Department of Justice against President Trump while he was in office, did everything they could to hamstring his ability to govern. And yet look at all the successes that he brought. I mean, he really truly did make America great again in just four years despite all of the uh, pushback from the deep state. And here it's like they've put, you know, they've, they've poured fuel on the fire by weaponizing the Department of Justice against President Trump and a betrayal of our trust and values. And this is not the way the founding fathers intended for this nation to, to operate or for this to work. And certainly this is a this is a sad day. It'll be a stain on the history of our great nation that we're allowing the Department of Justice to go after our president like this. Absolutely. Everybody, we are talking to the attorney general of the great state of Missouri. Uh, Andrew and he, had, he had an interesting case in Missouri. Tell us about the interesting case. Yes, sir. Yeah, we had a Soros-backed prosecutor in the city of St. Louis that was unlawfully refusing to do her job. You know, we see this in big cities across the United States of America, and we didn't hesitate to to take action. After less than 60 days in office, I filed a a lawsuit to remove her from her office. 542 businesses had left downtown St. Louis because of her unlawful refusal to do her job. Crime was running rampant. Property was being destroyed. People were being hurt and killed. So we had to take action. We filed that suit without hesitation and forced her out. Uh, certainly are proud of the work we did. We did an analysis. In 96% of crimes reported, she refused to prosecute them. That's no longer prosecutorial discretion. That was her unlawful refusal to do her job. But that's what you get when outside money comes in and, and Soros-backed prosecutors are elected in these, these positions. I mean, the local population and, and uh, economic development and businesses really pay the price.
And uh, Mr. Turner Jones, uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, you also had a very important case where two lawyers and homeowners were a victim of an attack and trespassing on their grounds, and they showed guns to protect themselves, and those people were prosecuted by this uh, county district attorney. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. The St. Louis Circuit Attorney, the St. Louis City Prosecutor, had no interest in going after the actual criminals that were hurting people and destroying things, and this riotous mob that had broken into this neighborhood, and yet she went after the McCloskeys, a couple who were merely using their firearms to demonstrate that they were willing to defend their property. Well, that's the whole purpose behind the Second Amendment. We have a right to defend ourselves. And when you have a breakdown in the criminal justice system because you have a Soros-backed prosecutor that's refusing to do her job, you have to applaud people like the McCloskeys for, for standing up for themselves. And so uh, that was a deplorable moment in, in the, the, the history of the state of Missouri. But I was proud to work at uh, the governor's office at the time and help draft the pardon documents to, to undo what this uh, Soros-backed prosecutor had unlawfully done. Yeah, it's a total perversion because what they're doing is they're prosecuting people who are defending themselves and the lawbreakers are getting away with it. Isn't, isn't St. Louis the place where the, the, the couple was protecting yeah, their exactly, home? That's what we were talking about. They were protecting their home. Exactly. And they had guns protecting, they didn't fire on anybody. I don't think they threatened anybody. And they're the ones that went, went to jail. No, they, yes, they, they, they were, were because they were not supposed to have the guns. They were like, are you kidding me? We were protecting ourselves. Well, we, it was crazy. No, it was a, yeah, I, I, talked, I, I interviewed what, 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 happened, what happened in that case? The, the, uh, the attorney general no, was, was part of the team. Go ahead. Yeah, look, the, the, that Soros-backed circuit attorney, you know, she, again, ignores the real criminals, but then wants to go after anyone who's lawfully exercising their Second Amendment constitutional rights. And it has a chilling effect on people's uh, ability to, to protect themselves. And so we didn't hesitate to take action. You know, the governor was willing to grant clemency in that case, and I helped draft the pardon documents. Uh, luckily, the court saw what was going on there, that that was a politically motivated prosecution and removed her from the case. They pled it down to misdemeanors. We then went in and, and, and the governor was willing to pardon those two individuals to remove this criminal conviction from their, their criminal history. Because were, were they, they pardoned? Wrong. They were pardoned? Yes, absolutely. Well, yes, thank sir. you. Thank you so much for bringing us up to date.